Warning, this episode contains foul language and Ashley loses her freaking mind over ancient Egyptians. The podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we sit down with our friends and talk about something weird. And this week's episode is weird history, technology, and innovation. We're taking a look at some moments in human history that had incredible technological leaps. And we're going to be telling you some things that you maybe didn't know about them. Or maybe you did and you'll be really bored. My name is Ashley. And this is my co-host, Lauren. Hi, weirdos. (laughs) And joining us today is one of my oldest friends, Brett Carell. Hi, weirdos. There he is. Do I have to say weirdos? You don't have to say weirdos. You can call them whatever you want. What's up? There you go. There you go. No, that's really good. That's really loose. It makes you seem really cool. I am very cool. He's very cool. (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) Brett and I have known each other for 14 years. No. Yeah. That's insanity. I'm 30. I'm 33. And I was 16 when we met. Wow. So that makes me want to die. Back in Illinois. (laughs) High school together, college together. Nice. And Los Angeles, obviously. So you're from Centralia as well? I am. Born in. in, Oh, God. The fog. (laughs) Why did that happen? Why did the fog just turn on? There's a ghost in here and it turned on the fog. You know what? Here's the thing. Maybe we don't need to look at his face while yeah, we're recording this. What if it just keeps coming back? Not to only life. did the ghost just turn on the fog, but when I got home from work today, um, Joe was in the shower, and I, as I like walked in the door, I could hear him screaming, "Ashley, Ashley!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" I thought he got hurt or something, and I put down my stuff, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Why did you close the bathroom door and then walk away?" And I was like. I literally just walked in. He was like, no, you clo- You walked up, you closed the bathroom door. I heard the bathroom door close and latch, and then you walked away. I was like, oh, I was no. not here. I literally just walked in the door. Nope. So he's Apartment super ghost thrilled. ghost is alive and well. <laughs> yeah, really active today. Wanted us yeah. to watch The Fog, I guess. Apparently. What a shitty movie. <laughs> okay. Tom Atkins is a Don't gem. I- <laughs> <laughs> we literally just talked about how it's not a very good movie. Like right <laughs> It is garbage, but I still enjoy it. <laughs> um, Brett, kind of, you chose our episode today. Why? I didn't choose it. Well, you wanted to talk about Tesla. Why? Why'd you want to talk about your subject? <laughs> Uh, Tesla's cool. Tesla is cool. And he's he's all right, I guess. Created a a lot of stuff that's mm-hmm. led to a lot of other stuff. Other stuff uh-huh. that we use today. Do you remember? Innovative. Do you remember when he helped that magician in Colorado? Yeah, he created that teleporter, teleporting machine. Yeah, or what a cool not guy. Not really a teleporting machine. 
a duplicator. A duplicate yeah. machine. It was. A, it doesn't actually. No, it was supposed to be a teleporter. It's all coming back to me now. It was <laughs> supposed to be a teleporter, back. but it made a double of the person, and then he had to kill them. It was like it was really dramatic. But a lot of cats Tesla, and a lot of cats and hats <laughs> and hats. Actually, the cat and the What's hat. wrong with cats and hats? Was written about Nikola Tesla's experience cloning all the cats and the hats. Thank you for teaching us You're about welcome. that. That's why I'm here. We'll discuss that when we'll it's my turn. That well, yeah, I was like, yeah. that'll come up later. I hope. For no, anyone who doesn't cool. know, that was the plot to the Prestige, which is not a real thing that happened. Um, <laughs> but David Bowie movie, played Tesla, so that's cool. Pretty accurate we all depiction. Like, we all like David Bowie. So. I love David Bowie. He's I know. R.I.P. What a guy. What loved. a guy. <laughs> loved. I actually have another story one. for you. I oh, had a, I have my witch sense was tingling this week and I thought you'd yes. want to hear about it. So I Monday I woke up and I was having like horrible cramps. I woke up for work and I was like, I'm I'm going to call in. I never call into work. I'm going to call in. I don't feel good. And something was telling me you can't call into work today. I kept I was like arguing myself. I was laying in bed like, yes, you can. You never call into work. You can call into work. People call into work sick all the time. Yeah. You never do. Just call into work. And there was something that was like, Ashley, you can call into work any other day this week. Do not call into work today. And I was mad at myself and got up and was like, fuming around the apartment because I wasn't calling into work and I was like this is so stupid just call into work you feel horrible and it was like not today so I went to work and I was running super late because I laid in bed so long telling myself I was going to call in I get to work and no one is there because my boss the president of the company is having uh he had a doctor's appointment to get his wrist looked at and the office manager who unlocks the doors and everything had to go to urgent care. So if I oh. hadn't come in, no one that works there would have been able to get into the building. Oh, no. no one that works there would have been able to go to the job sites or do right. their job. Do any of the deliveries. So like if or... I hadn't gone in, the whole day would have been fucked for everyone that works there. Good job for part of Ashley's brain telling yeah. her to go. That's very What was nice. that? You were just fighting with yourself a little bit. I know, but like what told me to go? I know, Ghosts? that's what I... <laughs> Ghosts? <laughs> See, that's the stuff you can't Egyptians? really explain. It's that, it's honestly, it's like the little spidey sense that tingles. You don't know why something's telling you to do mm -hmm. it, but that stuff happens all the time. Which always makes me think, you know, when, uh, I don't know, I always get these feelings sometimes where it's like, where I normally turn left and then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to turn right today, like for whatever reason. And then I turn right and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? This mm. is going to take me way out of the way and then in the back of my head i'm like what if i turned left and i got murdered you got in a terrible accident i got in a horrible accident yeah i think about that all the time is that intuition is that what that's called it is intuition i think but isn't that like a pretty intense intuition to be like you have to go to work usually today. yeah my intuition's really good with like meeting people sure. i'll meet people and be like mm -mm. you can read them nope something about you maybe Not it's a, a guardian angel Aww. <laughs> looking out for you maybe don't you kind of have a connection with your aunt mm -hmm. if it was your aunt it could be she might just be being like hey girl got <laughs> you today and Donna take the weed <laughs> take it from my heart <laughs> okay we should get started I'm just rambling now about my my ghosts in my head and my apartment and your aunt Donna <laughs> okay my aunt Donna possibly I don't know hello welcome hey. weirdos hey this Brett sorry you have hey. Brett. No. <laughs> welcome to I the love show it. <laughs> so today we're talking about history basically and we yeah. wanted to focus on especially since last week we did 
artificial intelligence and we talked about the like huge technological advances that are happening to us currently and are going to be happening to us really soon and like oh, what yeah. does that mean for us and like what how is that going to change our lives how is that going to change like the world yeah and so when we were talking about doing a history episode i thought it would be cool if like for this history episode we focused on those moments where like there was a huge advancement in technology yeah so changed i'm everything. going to talk about um the ancient egyptians who were pretty incredible i didn't realize until i started doing i mean i did because everyone tells you they are but mm -hmm. i didn't realize like how incredible they were read. until i like read about it <laughs> they're actually one of the easier ancient civilizations to study simply because you know their pyramids are still standing their artifacts are still around the things they were able to make like pyramids tools art they're so intricate and well done that they've lasted centuries and they're also extraordinarily advanced for the time period and one thing I don't know if you guys realize this. This kind of blows my mind every time I think about it. But when you think of ancient Egypt, ancient Egypt was a civilization that was around for 30 centuries. 30 centuries. That is so long. Wow. The United States has been around for like two centuries. <laughs> <laughs> when I... I know I've heard that number and that fact before, but I don't think I actually grasped how long 30. that is. That's it's insane. insane. Oh. Sorry, that's oh. gonna happen. A that's lot. gonna happen a lot. We have a thing. Don't you? Oh. Didn't you say you were gonna do a, a X Files? Oh, thing. She she likes to do that when we say things. Um, at the same I time. said I would. I think after we recorded, Lauren was like, "Hey, don't ever fucking do that again." <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to do it anyway because yeah, I like I'm it. Also, this is crazy. Um, this kind of fucks me up. Uh, the life of Cleopatra was actually closer to us now than the building of the pyramids. I was just so told So when that. she lives, she's closer to us in time. No. Than when the pyramids were built. Oh. So no, I don't what the want fuck? it. <laughs> I don't want it. That's like, uh, what's the fact about the dinosaurs too? It's like uh, the T-Rex or something is closer to us than it is to the uh, Stegosaurus. Yeah, or like something. another living another dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah. I th actually, I think that's what I saw and I was mixing time it up with Cleopatra. Up. Yeah, someone said the dinosaur thing. <laughs> I thought and they were just kind of all in the same time. That's what I thought. No. Dinosaurs. Someone no, posted like, this fun like fact. The well, I know there's the, the different the Jurassic like, eras, and the... but I thought the Jurassic was like just the dinosaur era. I mean, I thought the exact same. I knew there were different periods, but I thought they were all pretty close together to that we wouldn't get to the point of saying, oh, the T-Rex is closer to us than it is to old Steggy. What? Steggy? <laughs> I don't know. What's his name? Uh, was there a Stegosaurus in the land before time? This no. doesn't matter. So, yeah, why there was not. Why are we talking about this? Thank you for knowing that, though, Brett, right away. Because I was what like, was sure. the little dumb one that ate all the Birdie? stuff? Ducky. Ducky. Birdie. No, that ate everything. Oh. Oh, the pterodactyl thing? Or the, no, bi the armored? The big armored thing. Did he have a ball for a tail? Yeah. Wow. You know you're dying. I think it was an no, source. I just watched Jurassic World yesterday. Oh, okay. the new one? Yeah. So did I. What Why a turd. did you do we guys need to talk do that? about it? it was so rough. 
Why yeah. would you do that? It was so bad. Just watch a trailer. It no. was fun, though. Okay, I mean, cut this I out of the it. episode, but I do want to defend myself before I forget. It's because at Catalina, they have this, I was there this weekend. On Friday night, we weren't, like, going out. We were just having a chill night. They have this amazing, like, old historic theater on the island that only shows one movie per month. That's And they're cool. showing Jurassic World. But you go because the theater is awesome, and it's a huge dome, and it has, like, stars on the sky, and it's Aww. really cool. But they were showing Jurassic World, so we said, let's just go. It's let's 10 bucks. But it was garbage. Yeah. Of course, which we expect. Anywho. <laughs> what were we talking about? Okay, so time is insane. That's just, time first of all. is insane. Um, the reason that ancient Egypt was so advanced probably had a lot, a lot to do with its longevity, and its longevity had a lot to do with the lifestyles led by the people. So ancient Egypt had the highest birth rate in the ancient world. Marriages were practicality-based instead of, like, a romantic bond. I don't think they were technically arranged marriages, but it was definitely like they just got it together wasn't to like I love you. Much. It was like this will yes. be beneficial for both of us. Okay. And they the goal of every man was to get married and like bear as many children as possible. Like that wasn't it to bear as many boys, or did it matter? No, actually. So well, men were a little bit more useful because they worked outside of the home and like women worked inside the home. They like raised the children, cooked the food, blah, 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 blah. But one thing that I found out is like ancient Egyptians were super progressive. Like women had equal rights. They had the same rights as men as long as they were on the same like economic status sure. yeah, yeah like i thought you were gonna say as long as they agreed with them as long as they agreed with them like if they're not if they don't agree with them, <laughs> their beliefs like, have to be exactly yeah. the same yes then you don't have any status rights. makes sense and they could also like they could own land and they could choose not to get married and like that's just awesome yeah get it girls so, that's kind of cool uh, it was a patriarchal society just in the sense that like men did the work and okay. women stayed home but egypt also i didn't know this they didn't have money it was all like a bartering system it was all trade and it was also um government rations okay so depending on like how like what you did for a living you got you know if you went and worked a whole day you would get your bread and your milk okay. and your, your certain whatever. amount of yeah. food yeah. to survive exactly okay. So Could you trade cool. work and supplies? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I'll do this job for you if you do exactly. This. Yeah. Right. So there wasn't like exchange of money. So that's right. why I say like men are a little bit more useful because like the women stayed home and the men would have to go out and like work for a day to bring home food and yeah. bring home clothes and bring home whatever. So basically, what I was saying is like compared to literally 100 years ago, our time, it's super progressive. Like the fact that like women. Right? Women even had the right to, they didn't like have voting rights because there was no voting, but they sure. had like political, they had like political poll, like women were literally equal to men, which I thought Ugh. that was really cool. And awesome. I think that, I think that that comes with being an advanced society. I think that that proves sure. that they were more advanced. They were ahead of their time. Yeah. Just, it seems like it. Anyway. What the hell happened after that? Now, another reason the birth rate was so high probably had to do with the fact that Egypt's doctors were considered the best in the ancient Mediterranean world. They were a civilization that they still use like spells and charms and magic like they still believed in that. They still had like the multiple gods and everything, but they also use scientific techniques like techniques of observation, diagnosis and treatment. And this is insane. They had gynecologists. What? Whoa. They had gynecologists. No. They had doctors that were specifically for women's health 
and like what would they helping there? with right helping with fertility helping with childbirth like they wow. had actual gynecologists which i think is uh fucking that's awesome that's very advanced yeah i'm into it they also <clears throat> they had pregnancy tests and contraception how but what but i need to know what reliable. these things are that oh. they're they sticking the first, up themselves right they were the first civilization that had tools. They were the first civilization that performed surgery. Wow. So they actually have like, there's like ancient surgical tools that you can look up pictures of online and they're really cool and That's like amazing. also terrifying because like what? <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> it was mostly for like childbirth and also like removing tumors and yeah. stuff like that. Removing things that you could like see. Sure. But like, like warts. Uh, warts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brett's like. Warts. Brett, your eyes got really big. You were like, like warts. warts. Yeah. Your eyebrows raised. Yeah. It's the only thing I could think of that's like you can see Hanging on your body. Up. Yeah. Warts, tumors, etc. Like growths. I don't know. Goiters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Corns. I don't know. But Good old like, corn. They didn't like go in and like, you know, take your appendix out because right. I don't think they oh, God. had that. Tip. Maybe they did. I don't know. I wasn't there. They... <laughs> They also were the first civilization, as far as we know, that had government subsidized health care. So in return for this is insane. In return for working long hours under highly stressful conditions, tomb and like the guys that built the pyramids, which, first of all, it's a myth. They were not slaves. They were paid for their work. And they okay. were actually really highly respected. I didn't know this. I've always wondered about that. Yeah, because everyone always said that slaves built the pyramids, yeah. but that was debunked because in 2010, 2010, the worker tombs were discovered and their bodies were preserved in the sand alongside jars of beer and bread for the afterlife. So like they were paid for their work. So yeah. I thought that was cool. And that is cool. They were actually really respected for it. And in return for working the long hours, they were granted paid sick days and free appointments with doctors for checkups. And there's even evidence within ancient records that they were allowed time off to care for their wives and daughters when they were having their periods. Oh, ancient Egypt is the shit. I would totally live there. Go back. (laughs) Take me back. Uh, They were doing it right. You do. Cleopatra. Cleopatra. So I'm just setting setting the stage. You can understand like how incredible this civilization was. Already into it. And I believe that they were progressive because their like technological advances were so wide and vast. And I could do an entire episode on ancient Egypt, but I won't. Or maybe I will. Maybe I won't let you guys talk the whole time. <laughs> we'll just head out if nine you Nine pages. Okay. So what technological advancements did the Egyptians make that we still use today? Um, geometry. Hey. They like invented it. And they invented fractions. Those are so useful. <laughs> I mean, they were. I feel like fractions aren't useful anymore unless you're well, like calculating I mean, percentages a trip to Mars. And fractions and I don't well, know. Well, building stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. You know, I say that. I literally use fractions every single day at my job. Yeah. I work in construction. I feel like so you're right. Come but in I mean, a lot. until that, I haven't used fractions. I haven't used fractions since 2007. Do you ever use decimals when you're figuring out how much something's on sale and you're like, oh, it's this percentage off? I mean, that's a fraction. No. All right. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Moving on. I just go, does this card work? (laughs) And then they're like, yes. I'm like, wonderful. Give me my stuff. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) They, They performed multiplication and division, which is really cool. They also are the first people to have an alphabet. 
What? Not a written language. There was obviously written language first, but they had an actual alphabet. So they had 24 symbols and it was a phonetic alphabet. You did theater. You did theater. Did you ever take like, like speak with distinction, like the phonetic alphabet, like where each symbol represents a sound instead of like a letter? I don't remember yes. this. No. Yes. So, you know, so like is a symbol and like ah is okay. a symbol. I get so what you every mean. single sound in the human language is represented in by like a symbol. by a symbol okay. and that's kind of what their alphabet was. And the reason that they would need an alphabet because before that people didn't really need an alphabet, but they right. started they developed one because they actually had so much communication with like foreign aliens. Aliens, possibly. People of space. (laughs) Aliens. But they had communications with like the Romans and they had communications with like other places that didn't speak the same language. So they developed an alphabet. To connect with everyone. Exactly. But also, they were inventing new things. So they didn't have symbols for like the wheel. So they had to like come up with an alphabet to like explain what these things were they're really awesome they're and just creating also, things so fast they can't even keep up with them so yeah like, i mean kind get of. a new they were alphabet around for 30 centuries well you're right how fast so, were how fast were they? <laughs> so this was actually the foundation for alphabets around the world so the alphabet caught on with egypt's neighbors and then that spread around near east and uh and greece even so they started they started the whole thing which I think was cool. I didn't oh, know that. Me either. They were the first people to use paper, but of course it wasn't like our paper. It was uh, Papy- uh, uh, papyrus. Papyrus. Yeah, so it was papyrus. <laughs> it was invented in 3000 BC, but it would take until 500 BC for it to catch hold like everywhere else, like in oh. Asia and the Mediterranean. Took a but it ended up being one of Egypt's best exports along with pens, and it was super expensive, and how they made it was super secretive. Like they didn't tell anybody how they made it so i mean it just you should like their main export inspired by the egyptians obviously europe would eventually move on to parchment china would invent paper in 100 bc and uh because the reason that was such a big deal is because we moved away from tablets and stone we were able to keep a better recording of human history so it was so much easier to write than carving on wood or stone right. and also you could like Put it in your pocket. Yeah. And, like carry it around. Instead of carrying a tablet. Yeah. Everywhere. Like you have a tablet. It's like, well, put it in storage. <laughs> like, what are we going to do with this fucking case. thing? It yeah. weighs a ton. So like this was a way that you could like, like they, they've started keeping medical records. They're the first civilization to ever keep medical records. And they're super detailed. Like mm-hmm. they talk about um, what... Like, if you have an injury on a certain part of your body, what can you use for that part of your body and that injury? And it's, like, all science-based. And they wouldn't be able to do that if they were, you know, using stone. Sure. Unless it's, like, the movie version of the Flintstones, which is not very good, but it's really good. I do enjoy it a lot. John Goodman is Fred, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And Barney is... um, It's not... I want to say uh, Dave Coulier, but it's not. It's, no. It's someone who is like a Seymour. Little, oh. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. Oh. With Help. the glasses. Help. What is his name? Help. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my God. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, literally oh, every Rick, Rick Moranis. Rick yes. Moranis. Oh, my God. <sighs> Rick Moranis, think. Well, I just I just broke my own heart. That's embarrassing. My Rick heart Moranis is actually played. pounding really fast because I'm stressed. Because <laughs> I'm stressed. <sighs> Thank God for you, Brett. Anyway. You're welcome. Also, Halle Berry. 
Do you guys just want to talk about the Flintstones movie? <laughs> Wait, who was Hallie? Oh, she was, she was a like sexy the, the evil. Lady. She was like but the wasn't she bad? Yeah. Didn't she end up being mean? Yeah, yeah we didn't no, like her. No, but then she ended up being good. Remember? Oh, she switched to the... No, of she course was, like, I don't bad. remember. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was like eight. No, of course I don't remember. That's a dumb question. <laughs> I don't remember the plot line. Yeah, she was... Fine. She was bad, and then... She, I just she remember became, there being yeah, a little evil. The she was helping a sleazy her guy, but then yes. she... Yes. Yes. I, don't yes. I, have my, I have sort of a memory. Yes. Hallie. Yes, Hallie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Keep It Weird. <laughs> Some oh other things God. that they gave us. Door locks... What? Excuse me? Door locks. Um, the sickle. That's exciting. Mm. Irrigation. They're the first people to use irrigation that we know of. Uh, the basis for our modern day calendar. They were the first people to realize that like the earth had like a 365 kind of rotation and they made a calendar, calendar that year. we kind of still use today. Clocks. They had clocks. What? I mean like. Like a sundial? A sun- I was just sundial. But still like that's we have clocks. <laughs> A sundial, but also cool. a sundial. Police. <laughs> they were the first ple- people to have like a police force, essentially, nice. which is kind of cool. Wigs couldn't live without them. Cosmetic <laughs> Love makeup. Those wigs. We've toothpaste. Seen that. What'd they make that out of? Um, probably sand. <laughs> <laughs> just, just brushing their teeth with sand. Yeah. Mm. Just some sand. Just some sand paste. <laughs> no, I think really scrubs the teeth. Like really a- just. Like grind a, it like down. Like a flavorful leaf. Yeah, yeah sand and like mint. Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know about Egyptian toothpaste? Right, I'm sorry. Get a life. Mummification. Ramps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so excited about the things the that they've given you us. The way you just said ramps. ramps. Levers. Ramps. Anyways. <laughs> so all of the things they were able to invent and accomplish, all of this knowledge was sold or passed on to what would then become ancient Greece, mm. and then the Greeks obviously passed it on to the Romans when they are absorbed by the Roman Empire, and the Romans passed it on to the Indian Kingdom, and so on and so forth. So forth. So forth. So forth. So I got distracted by oh, Penny. Oh, Saints Pazarfus. Hi, Just slip that into every episode. Anyways. Hi, so Penny. they started all of it. All of ancient civilization. and Go get them. One thing that I think is super interesting and widely debated is how did China develop so quickly? Because ancient Egypt developed to the place that they were over a matter of, you know, 30 centuries, like we said. And China seemed to have developed to almost the same point Mm -hmm. in a quarter of the time. So how is that? Um, One geochemist named Sun Widong gave a public lecture at the University of Science and Technology in Eastern (laughs) China, cited several different ancient Chinese classics. At one point, uh, quoting a historian's description of the topography of the Xia Empire, which is regarded as Chinese, like their founding dynasty, basically. So he read, this is like the passage, Northwards, the stream is divided and becomes the nine rivers. Reunited, it forms the opposing river and flows into the sea. Um, In other words, the stream in question was not China's famed Yellow River, which flows from east to west. It would have to be the Nile because that flows north. And if you look at the topography, the passage was definitely talking about the Nile River, the Egyptian River, and its delta with nine of its 
Little tails. <laughs> Little tails. And flowing into the Mediterranean Sea. So ancient Chinese texts may in fact be Egyptian, but okay. I mean, there's no way to prove that, but they think that the reason that China was able to just like, Expand. oh, all of a sudden, yeah. hi, we've completely we expanded. They actually might be Chinese. Okay. Which is kind of interesting because if you think about it, no one actually knows what Egyptians look like. Mm-hmm. Like ancient Egyptians, no one knows what they look like because some people think that they were uh, they were black, mm-hmm. and some people. Th- but the thing is, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at like hieroglyphics. The oh, yeah. way that they are depicted, they're all different colors. Like yeah. some of the people are green, right? Some of the people are like a deep Aliens. red. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. I don't hate it. I'm were kind of on so board. Why were they amazing. so smart? I mean, I'm going to talk about it in just a second about like how like it's not possible for them to have the technology the, the that, they had. that they had. Why were they blue in the hieroglyphics? Why were they blue in the hieroglyphics? Why? I don't know. Um, but they all like all of the hieroglyphics. It was like there were dark brown people, red people, blue people, green people, like yellow, like a bright yellow, like Brett shirt color people. It's quite bright. So, like, no one knows, like, what color their skin was. Mm-hmm. Um, and could ancient Egyptians actually have, could they literally be, like, what Chinese, Chinese people are now? That's interesting. We don't know. I've never heard and that we'll theory. never know. Right. So, I know, unfortunately. We could just guess. I mean, we might. There's a ton of, like, different tombs and, like, pyramids and stuff that haven't been fully explored. So, sure. we could definitely find lots more of stuff. research but, to be done. You know, I'm not going to do it. Well, <laughs> why not? Thanks for letting me tired. <laughs> do you want to do That's it? That's fair. No, I'm busy. I'm also claustrophobic. Like I I'm not going to go in there. I'm not going to do it. I have to wash my hair. Yeah. One. I need to take a shower. I have a job. I have I'm a busy. job. I'm not going to like go to Egypt and just like figure it out. Yeah. Jeez. So the technological advancements. <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to talk about today is like how did it affect? How did these like? huge advancements affect the world at the time and not just like the world not just like it gave us these things but like how did it right. affect like the people that were involved and these technological advancements were actually hard on the like poor less educated egyptian people eventually you know i said earlier that they were like the most fertile people in ancient history but eventually they did have breeding issues um, that could have potentially led to their official like conquering and absorption into other cultures experts disagree on what caused the population issue and as i said before they were super fertile and breeding was kind of their thing but it could actually be that technology ended up being their downfall because if you think about it Some people, you know, the poverty levels may have gotten out of control due to the disproportion of jobs. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, much like the artificial intelligence are going to replace much of many of our lower level positions. Like Joe and I were talking about this the other day. In 10 years, secretaries will that will not be a job anymore. I know. Even like Uber drivers, that will not be a job anymore. They will be self-driving cars and our Google assistant. So what what then will replace those jobs what's going to replace those jobs are people that can you know work on the artificial intelligence people that can you know um code or or work in electronics right and if you're not trained for that or you can't afford the education for that you're kicked down you don't have that job 
much like that's going to happen to us in 10, 15 years, that happened to the Egyptians. Like after the wheel, you know, it took 10 guys to do the same job. It once took 50 guys. So 40 right. guys are out of work. The, when they made door locks, that took away the need for as many armed guards. Then you have All armed right. guards out of work. <clears throat> but then again, you, you know, you invent paper, you invent papyrus, then you have new jobs for people to make the papyrus. But what if you aren't trained to make it? Or what if you're an idiot? What if you're a dumb <laughs> Egyptian? Like you can't <laughs> straight up well, do that thing. Then they've got the people that would go get the materials to yes, make the papyrus. Yes, exactly. Sure. Or, um, go but, gather. you know, when they started doing, uh, when they invented irrigation systems, that so many farmers lost their jobs to these new irrigation systems. So it's like, that could have contributed to their eventual Downfall. conquering because people, there was a breeding issue. People stopped having kids. Yeah. And I think it was a choice. I think it was literally like, we don't have enough rations to feed the kids that we do have. Right. We have Why to. Why would we quit bring children kids. into this world? Yeah. We have nothing And to when give you're them. literally at war all the time, like right. that was like a period of time where it was like everyone was at war all the time. That was your life. So, like, if you're not breeding Ooh. soldiers, you're not breeding warriors, like, you're going to have a smaller army or a weaker sure. army or whatever. And, like, that's that's it. You get that's taken it. over. That's a theory that I came up. I didn't come up with it. I read it <laughs> online. But I think it's a you're good genius. good theory, actually. Okay. So, what do you guys know about pyramids? They're I actually don't know a lot. shape like triangles. They look like... Three-dimensional triangles. A triangle. Yeah. Did you know that there are literally 80 pyramids in Egypt that no. are still around? There I are 80 there pyramids. I thought there were like 10 pyramids. <laughs> I thought there were like 10 pyramids left. Because you always see the well, Giza show you, pyramids. Yeah, you see show like you the ones that the are like real ones. great looking, like real tall, real <laughs> the great big looking. Sphinx. The A-OK yeah. pyramid. Exactly. But there are 80 of them like still it's in nuts. existence, which I fucking had no idea. But so today I'm just going to focus on the Great Pyramid of Giza because it's the most uh, popular one. And it's also the most uh, mysterious one. So... Ooh. The you guys know the Great Period of Giza because, like I said, it's the one where there's like a huge pyramid, and then there's like two smaller pyramids, right. and then there's the Sphinx. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So great. First of all, I want to talk about how completely impossible the structure of this pyramid is. Like it's it's impossible. I don't even think I don't think we could do it today. The Great Pyramid is 455 feet high. And before the Eiffel Tower, it was the tallest building on Earth. So it was the tallest building on Earth for almost 3,000 years. That's pretty crazy. No one knows how they built it. Scientists and historians have concluded that it took about 25 years and 20,000 workers to build the Great Pyramid. But that actually seems impossible with just men and ropes and pulleys because each stone weighs 15 tons a piece. They weigh more than elephants. Each, 15 each, tons? Each brick weighs more than an elephant. How? And there are 2.3 million of them in the Great Pyramid. Shut your damn mouth. Wow. So the theory is that large groups of men push them over wooden ramps, but... That's not very likely because there doesn't seem to appear to be any material at that time that could actually hold the weight of those stones. Yeah. So it probably wasn't wooden ramps. So what? So what was it? What was holding <laughs> what? them? What is it? How? Where? 
And when you do the math, actually, I didn't do the math. Someone else did the math. But when you do the math, the time frame of construction, it would come to workers setting a block every 2.5 minutes. So they would be setting a... Whoa. It's 2.3 million yeah. stones, 25 years. Oh, yes. No, no, I'm not saying, oh. I'm saying how the <laughs> hell yes. is that possible? The math I is like, correct. No, I did yeah. the math. I'm sure the math I is correct. It. Okay. I checked it. I couldn't do that in my head. But that's How bonkers. would you, no, I used, I had to use a calculator and I had to do it twice because I messed up. Oh, I'm not okay. even good math at calculators. <laughs> I need Egypt. <laughs> I need Egyptians I need to teach Egypt. me math. Yeah, not how Egyptians. how would that, how? how would that be possible? How, you couldn't. There's no way. No, we couldn't even, we couldn't do that with today's right technology. No. I know. It's like not possible. and shit. There's, and, there's, I know. There's no way. It wouldn't way. be that quick. No. And the thing is, is like not only that, but that would, that time frame, first of all, that just includes the setting of the blocks. That wouldn't include the intricate tunnel system inside the pyramids. Right. And the tunnels are carved from it. limestone bedrock. So from the carving of the tunnels to the setting of the blocks for 25 years. And of course, like historians and scientists could be wrong about the time. Sure. But I mean, it's been studied since like it happened. So <laughs> <It's been studied laughs> I feel like they would have figured it out by now. But not only that, but the pyramids are aligned with the North Pole. And the thing is, they didn't have a North Star back then. Mm. Like it wasn't visible, I guess. Is what I read. Could be wrong. But how did they figure how it was it's perfect it's within point 15 degrees of true north and true south yeah how would they know that i don't know the pyramids are in line with that yes yeah they are lined up perfectly they are also they had to have known i don't know how the only way to have known let's see the only way to have constructed them with such accuracy would have been to use incredibly complex algorithms and no historical records have been found of the process they used Um, but it's important to note that the great pyramid constructed literally thousands and thousands of years ago is more accurate in alignment than our modern built uh, meridian building at the royal observatory in london which is supposed to be true north as well the great pyramid is actually closer to true north than a building that was built like what, like a hundred years ago? When was yeah. the observatory? I mean, much more recent. Yeah. That. But How? what? How? Also, the three It couldn't just be by chance. No, they had to. But how? Right. They didn't have the North Star. It could be because all three pyramids actually line up perfectly with Orion's belt. The three stars of Orion's no belt. And they point towards Orion's belt. So... I guess maybe you could figure it out from there. But like, how would yeah. they know that Orion's belt? Anyways, I don't well, understand. I'm not smart enough. I um, can't really the great wrap my head pyramids are also accurate enough that they are used as a sundial in the spring at noon. The Great Pyramid of Giza casts absolutely no shadow. Mm. That's how perfect it is. See, that's no. Um, also, I didn't know this. The Great Pyramid was once covered in white polished limestone and it shone super bright during the day. Like the stones, it was so bright that you couldn't look at it. It was oh, like wow. a mirror. So it actually. The whole thing was covered in The that? whole thing. Because weren't no. they the, like the tops capped with gold? With or was gold. That, 
Well, the the uh, Great Pyramid of Giza. I don't know about the other ones, but oh, yes, okay. yeah, that one was. Huh. So you could see it from like miles away. It yeah, shone like when the sun was out. It was like a glowing Just thing in the distance, a bright light. And then I guess there was an earthquake in such and such BC, and like got knocked off. Got all the stuff got knocked off. Okay, and it wasn't pretty anymore. Mm-hmm. To this day, no one has been able to identify or recreate the mortar used, like the stuff that sticks the bl- bricks together. The no one knows how they made it. It's stronger than the blocks themselves. And no one knows what the like recipe is for this mortar. Wow. Because it's probably alien. Alien glue. Alien goo. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot it out of your fingers. Um, now, my favorite theory, and this is actually going to lead us to what Brett has to talk about today um, with Nikola Tesla. My favorite theory is that the Great Pyramid of Giza was actually a power plant oh which is kind of crazy interesting so most pyramids are used as tombs in ancient egypt like that's why they were built they were Mm -hmm. built to house kings and queens and pharaohs and blah 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 blah, all i know of them yeah (laughs) but not the great pyramid of giza the biggest one it's Uh not a tomb it's not a tomb no mummies have been found inside okay and there are no hieroglyphics inside okay but there is an inside there is an inside. There's tunnels, yeah. right? There's a you ton of just... tombs, or not tombs. There's a ton of like openings and tunnels and stuff. Okay, but there's no, no. There, there actually is a sarcophagus, but there's no mummy inside. No mummies have been found inside this thing. It's okay. the biggest one. Yeah. So, no hieroglyphics, like I said, have been found. No mummies have been found. So, if they aren't a tomb, what could they be? And a lot of people think that Tesla's right that electricity. Energy can be wireless and free from the Earth's crust. Like you can actually, and that's a theory that people have today that they want to like utilize because it would, you know, the government wouldn't be able to tax it. That's the only reason that we're not researching this. Sure. But you know what I mean? Like it would be free energy for like the world to use. Yeah. And people think that possibly the Egyptians knew how to do it. The Mm. Great Pyramid of Giza, like I said, could have been a power plant. The white limestone that encased the pyramid does not contain magnesium and has very high insulating properties. And the reason that they know this is after the earthquake happened and it all fell off, people took that white limestone, the casing, and they took it to use in other buildings. So it still exists. It's just not on the pyramid anymore. Okay. Also, the stone blocks used on the inner parts were made from another form of limestone, which contains small amounts of crystals and metals, which are believed to be two important properties that allowed maximum power transmission. Also, the shafts built inside the Great Pyramid were made of granite and a slightly radioactive substance permitting the ionization of the air inside the shafts. Similar characteristics can be found in a conductive insulating cable. No, I know that all sounds kind of crazy, but all of that sciencey stuff that I don't understand, combined with the sheer amount of gravity at work with the pyramids, the fact that the, those things weighed so much, they actually used the gravity um, and and the shape of the pyramids to potentially conduct energy. Okay. The only thing that you would be missing is a source of energy to pull the energy. But if you take a look at the landscape, the Giza Plateau. Uh, where the pyramids are located, is full of underground water channels. So they think that they actually used the running water to power this essential, like, power plant. Right. And, like, the only thing is, is, like, how, d- what for? Yeah, what was why the, would was they, the power going Yeah, to? why would they use this electricity? 
But ooh, that's totally possible. There's actual like evidence that they might have had electricity too, which is kind of crazy. No. I know. So this also, not to mention in 2015, I didn't know this, they did a thermal scan of the pyramids and they revealed that the Great Pyramid has three areas along the bottom that generate heat, not absorb, it's generating some form of heat. And they've actually found that there's some, uh, some parts along the upper half that are generating heat as well. So they're thinking it could actually still be conducting small amounts of energy that just aren't funneling two different places. This is why they think that they could have actually had, uh, and this is where we get into like ancient alien shit, but it might be Aliens. possible. I don't know. So it's totally in possible. 1936, a clay pot was discovered in Baghdad. It's called the Baghdad battery that suggests that the first batteries may have been invented over 2000 years ago. The pot contained copper plates, tin alloy and an iron rod, and it could have been used to create an electric current if you filled it with acidic solution like vinegar. And no one knows what the device is used for, but but they they found they didn't just find one. They found several in Baghdad. Okay, they're, they're basically batteries. But like, why would you need batteries? Right in ancient what were Egypt you and ancient Africa. Up? What, they didn't find anything that would need to be powered up. Right. Well, like what were the devices? There are evidence of light bulbs in some of the um, some of the pyramids. There are evidence that they actually use light bulbs. Is Edison a time traveler? Oh, we did not consider this. Just saying. But if anyone's a time traveler, it's going to be Tesla, not Edison. Because Edison was kind of a <sighs> hey, just nerd. <laughs> I was going to say a turd. <laughs> a nerd turd. Nerd turd. Or okay, Tesla is, sent um, Edison back. Okay, anyway, we could get into that later. Yes, yeah, so there's evidence of light bulbs found in Egyptian pyramids. The Temple of Hathor, specifically, there are stone carvings showing large light bulbs being used by Egyptians. The depictions of the light bulb look a lot like the early light bulbs, the the crooked tube, um, also known as the Edison bulb, like mm-hmm. those really long ones where you can like see the the filament. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking metal- about? Yes, yes, going through. <laughs> Of course, like some Egyptologists disagree, they say that there are lotus flowers with snakes inside, but that doesn't explain like in these dis- like depictions, and I'll post a picture online, not only do they look like big light bulbs, they also have a cord coming from the end oh that plugs gosh. into a box. So it looks like a so it looks like something outlet plugged yes. into an outlet, okay. and not only that, but in the depictions, it's 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 shown with what's the god's name. They're being held by Shu, which is the Egyptian air god. And Shu is the deity tasked with cooling and maintaining the air. So how fitting is it that we see this god being put in charge of the likely extremely hot powering system for what could be electricity? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but they found shards of glass in the this pyramid okay. that could have been used for... Because the Egyptians also invented glass. Did I mention that they invented <laughs> glass? They invented it all. <laughs> they invented everything. But they found shards of like thin glass in there that could have been used for, light, for bulb. light bulbs. Yeah. And not only that, but there's no evidence in the tunnels um, of this particular pyramid. Other pyramids, yes, but this particular one. They're full of hieroglyphics. There's no soot. Okay. So there was never torches down there. They weren't carrying there's flames no ash, through. There's no soot. What and the hieroglyphics were always put in after the pyramids were built. 
like the pyramids are built, the tunnels are, okay. are built, and then they go in and they have like the artisans go in and like carve the hieroglyphics. Okay. How would you do it in the dark? Right. You couldn't. What was you had your to have source light, of light? But they didn't have flames down there. Oh my goodness. So anyways, they had lights. I'm <laughs> telling you they had flashlight or flashlights. They, they might have had flashlights too. Flashlight. I don't know. Don't knock anything out. Jesus. So that's pretty much it. I just think that they are... The coolest? The coolest civilization that's ever existed. I just... I feel like I have even more questions. I want to know everything. I want to know what they were powering. Did they have electricity? Did they have lights? Did they... I want to have answers. Well, the thing is, we'll never know. I mean, I you know, know Alexandria... I'm upset. Alex, the library at Alexandria burnt down. Like, we lost most of their texts like most of their i think they said 40 to 40 wait 40 to 400 thousand scrolls of their history and knowledge and their art was all burnt down in the uh the museum at alexandria so all we know is like what we've found artifacts wise and what we found depicted on the walls but the hieroglyphics and stuff that could be anything. That could be tales. That could be like stories of the gods. Could be like comic books. That'd be sure. like if an ancient or like a future civilization found the only thing they found from us was comic books and being like, this is what people were like. It's like <laughs> Superman. <kind of. laughs> I mean, that's how I was like, but like <laughs> most people. I was pretty cool. We don't know. Right. We don't know. It could have been, you know, I mean, we should have an ancient aliens episode because there's also yes, depictions of what looks should. like. You know, men in ships. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like the rocket men. ship yes. hieroglyphics. That yeah. Are, yeah. That are like very obviously like a guy we, flying well, something. Well, they also have and those in like the, the Mayan temples. Yeah. Like the, in their Ooh. language, their written language. There's uh, also Quetzalcoatl. Like, is that what it is? Well, Quetzalcoatl was the god. When when you hear the, the description of Quetzalcoatl, it sounds like an alien coming from the sky. It was like Just when when Quetzalcoatl like appeared, it was like a bright light in the sky, and then the winds were blowing, and Quetzalcoatl came down and like told them how to grow certain crops and stuff. And this was their god. And it's like, well, that's very obviously like an alien or a time coming traveler coming down in a craft and like t- teaching them how to grow corn or whatever the fuck they grew. Oh, I don't guys. know. Ancient aliens for sure. There's no other explanation. How did they build the pyramids? I'm never going to sleep again. It's insane. I didn't realize how intense it was. Yeah. 2.5 minutes per stone. That's It's, it's, it's not, not possible. possible. I'm never going to forget that. It's not possible. Crazy. Well, it's not possible to even move the stones. Right. Like, how did how? they even move them? How are you moving them? And the thing 2. is, it's not like they were nothing. built there. They were built elsewhere and then transported and then there. And then That's even. And then put down. And then... Alien glue held them together. Yep. I'm and never going to be over it. And then aliens put light bulbs inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning into a daze now. I and can't then stop thinking about it. aliens must have put light bulbs inside. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Anyways. Speaking of light bulbs. Speaking of light bulbs. Yes. So... Well, we'll start with Tesla. Yes, because he is the man. Yes, <laughs> but we'll I'll, we'll kind of weave in and we'll out. Weave in out. It's I fine. like it. Okay, so Tesla was a genius. Yeah, like mm-hmm. legit genius. Nuts, but the best of them are his imagination was 
incredible. He was ahead of his time, like yeah. with all of the stuff he created and the stuff he wanted to do with his ideas or his inventions that he never got the chance to do. It Which was, is a damn shame. Yeah, unbelievable. So he's was a, a Serbian immigrant. Mm-hmm. He's could speak several languages. I don't know. I think like eight, Jesus. maybe Lord. maybe three. One of those two. Even so, yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. He's still brilliant. He had an eidetic memory, so whenever he had this idea of an invention or whatever, he would think it up and have a 3D model of the object in his mind, and he would tinker with it and work on prototypes in his mind. In his head? In his head, before he even went to paper or tried to build it. Wow. So when he went to paper or to build it, they worked. Like, that's It wasn't even, like, trial and error. He already worked it all out. He worked. I mean, there were things that he had to to improve upon, but But he would create create it in his head before he even went to to build it. But he was also kind of nuts. Well, you have to be a little insane when yeah, you're you that smart. But like OCD like. nuts. A oh, uh, huge wow. germaphobe. Okay. Like monk? <laughs> like monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he like severely disliked women's earrings in their didn't ear. Not, I don't think they were on the, the counter or the dresser. Why? I don't know. He didn't want it was them just, to dangle? He or? just didn't like them. No, I, don't, I don't even think they had to dangle. I think if they were in their ears, he hated them. Rude. I think he was like disgusted. Ashley, you'd get. I just he would not like me. <laughs> There's a lot of you got a whole lot metal of in this body. <laughs> he would just. All right, everywhere. so there goes my dream of marrying at Tesla. Everything he did had to be divisible by three. So oh, if really? he if he entered a, a building, he had to walk around the block three times before he went in. Any hotel rooms he stayed in, they the hotel like the room number had to be divisible by three. Oh my gosh. The oh, floor he had sounds to be like a nightmare. Divisible. He was nuts. Ooh, he was OCD to the 10th what power. What about when he was doing like his calculations and stuff? Would he have to like No, no, no. There's it was no it was in the physical world. <laughs> oh, okay. Not not in his mind. I was going to say. Okay. No. That was probably the only escape he had from that kind of Like I mean he was crazy, but everything all of his ideas and his inventions were created to make the world a better place. Yeah. To make humankind better. He started out at the Edison Company in Paris. I mean, he went to college, he quit college, worked at the Edison Company in Paris, did such a good job there. He went, he got recommended to go to the headquarters in New York City. And Edison work. Company, like Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison, yes. Interesting. And then he went to New York to work directly under Edison. Ah. And there, and he worked his ass off. And Edison even told him like you're the hardest working person here which only made him work harder yeah but edison didn't appreciate him he would come up with these ideas and edison pretty much just blew him off and he was like mm. oh you're cute but i'm not listening to no you i'm thomas edison you know motherfucker yeah i'm thomas edison I'm Tom- motherfucker, edison motherfucker. <laughs> so but that's exactly what he said Probably. tesla quit edison was He's his idol fed up. but he can't he take had that. these ideas yeah. and he quit don't meet your heroes. Right. There's a lesson. There you go. He ended up digging ditches after oh, that. You're $2 kidding. a day. No. Yeah. But his big breakthrough, which is I probably his most well-known thing. Well, maybe not most well-known, but the best thing he created was an alternating current generator, uh-huh. which is at the time direct current was the standard, but it was it wasn't reliable. 
it it smelled it would smoke that was actually something that i had when i was just researching like technological advancements the reaction to the light bulb at first people didn't really like it because it it. wasn't reliable they constantly had to get their kerosene lamps and their candles back out because they didn't last very long and like they were shitty yeah yeah and so a direct current the sort of i guess power stations or whatever they couldn't transmit the 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 current or the energy very far so right. there were several of these sort of power stations around they had to be built within a mile of each other okay oh so it was and it That's wasn't inconvenient yes yeah and it, it wasn't very powerful like yeah. as the energy flowed it sort of dissipated yeah so you, the further so there was, it got a, there was away, a huge loss like, of power so yeah. there was a waste okay. of energy it would spark it would smell it would smoke and it was more expensive Alternating current was always the dream, but everyone said it was impossible to create an alternating current generator. And then Tesla in pulled his mind, it right out of his butt. Did it. And he that mind. He's like, you know, I got it. I've I've figured it out. Let me help you, assholes. But no one would give him the time of day. Eventually, an inventor named George Westinghouse. I don't know Good if name. Westinghouse. Great name. I haven't heard there that was, name, but I love I don't that think name. So. Westinghouse is famous. Westinghouse. It's like a, it was a big company. I don't know what I know. It, what he, he invented air brakes for like trains. Oh, oh, interesting. So he's pretty so great. That's how he made his fortune. Okay, but Westinghouse continued to be was conglomerate. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. like a. I think even into the seventies and eighties, it was like okay. a big. Oh, interesting. A big thing. He invested in Tesla in his alternating current idea. Thank God. Good for you, Westing Morehouse. And nope. it was better. It was entirely. It worked. It so the difference between the two is direct current flows from the generator to what you're powering and then back to the generator. But as it flows, it's like a river. So as it flows along the path, it loses power. Mm-hmm. It loses quite a bit. But alternating current, it flows sort of like a wave. So it kind of goes back and forth. So there's a continuous stream of current going through. Always so going. You, it was just much more reliable. Yeah. And you didn't need power stations every. Mile, Ten mile. feet, right? Yeah, but That's that great. caused a huge feud between Edison and Tesla. Tesla. Well, he showed him up. Yeah. Yes, but like, the hey, current guy, standard at the time better. was DC, and everything Edison was creating was for DC. So mm-hmm. Edison was all about DC. What's DC? Oh, direct, direct current. current. Yeah. Yes, they... I was like, and Tesla was Marvel, or like <laughs> DC what? Comics versus Marvel, which is where okay, it all yes, begins. Direct current. Okay, got it. And so AC comes in, and there's this huge feud. Edison is just essentially trash-talking Tesla and his current. I bet. He would do public demonstrations to try and discredit the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And some of the shit he did, he would electrocute animals like in like a public, like in a park or whatever, have this whole public demonstration. Rude? He would get stray cats and dogs. And use cover your ears, Gabby. He would use Tesla's alternating current to run run electricity through these animals, and it would kill them. That's horrible. I mean, he did it with dogs, cats. He did it with some horses, some cows, God, some people, some children. It was never people. Put it past. I think the last thing he did, the last sort of demonstration, was an elephant. Mm. He got an elephant from a zoo. It was an elephant that was on death row. Oh my gosh. What? Like it was sick and it was going to be put down or no, like no, no, it no, murdered no. a guy? The, the zoo was going to kill the elephant. 
Okay. Because so it he... had killed three trainers. Oh, so it was oh, on so death row. It was on oh, death okay. row, yeah. I was and like, so it was, just, it was a, co- a coincidence <laughs> that, kill animals. that but, it just happened to time yeah, out like that. Yeah, Edison was like, oh, I've yeah. been well, looking for so an elephant he to murder. electrocuted this elephant with Tesla's So he was basically current. trying to show people like how dangerous right. this and that alternating current was. It was, it was, a, it was like what? too dangerous for them to put it sure. in their houses and to Okay, to, well, to no trust. one's running it directly through animals, you but big old butthead. Tesla essentially proved him wrong. He put on his own demonstration to show how safe it was by using alternating current and letting it run through himself. He used Ooh. himself as his, as his guinea pig. So he was holding That's like, ballsy. a light bulb. Yeah. And he powered the light bulb with... Like Fester. Sort of like Fester. <laughs> Fester. And so the current ran through him and oh with the demonstrators and he lit up the bulb and he was fine. And he was and that, good to go. And that kind of Is that why it. he invented like the Tesla coil? Well, that was... Or that was, was that just fun? He invented that. That was addition. the start of his wireless technology. Oh, okay. okay. Never mind. When he was really off and running. Yeah, that was. Am I thinking of the right thing? Isn't Tesla, Tesla coil the coil... thing where you can like touch it? Well, no. Oh, that's that's a fun little party that's, thing. That's uh, Van de something. Van de something. But it was the Vanda something it's, coil. It's sort of the same thing. It's like a big pole with a right. coil on the top. But if you touch this. You die. <laughs> oh no! Okay, never mind. I thought it was the fun party favor. No, if it, a small Not ones, the party it's favor. like the bigger ones put off more light. And it's a Tesla coil is the one that like shoots electric bolts. Oh out. Jesus so Christ! You don't okay, want to so touch no. that. Got it. Thank right. you. Okay. Okay. Uh, now we're. Clear I thought about. it was the fun thing where no, you touch it. No, and the like thing it. with the little okay. dome and it like makes your hair stick up. No. Hair stick I do up love and that. Also, yeah. That was my favorite part of field trips when yeah. I was little. Science center. Discovery. Oh yeah, it was a science center. Science center. Yeah, St. Louis science center. Yeah, that place was. The shit. It was the best. You, we oh yeah, there, she's from yeah. Illinois too. She's mm-hmm. from Peoria. We Louis so, all the time. Yeah, it was the best. I remember. I really liked building the arch yes! out of like the foam the blocks, blocks yeah. because blocks. it was harder than it looked. And also, those foam blocks. Are and the best. on the the thing over the the freeway, clocking the cars. Oh yeah, the speed with the, of with the, the cars. Gun. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Anyways, I had a lot of fun let's with that. go back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's, go, let's go back to the science center. <laughs> so. Uh, where the hell was I? Well, I interrupted you with the Tesla coil. We're not there yet, and I apologize. Right, we're almost there. Okay, so AC won out. It became the new standard, and it's still the current still standard. Today. what we use. Today. That's right, Tesla. Tesla and Westinghouse built an alternating current generator at Niagara Falls, mm. um, and it became the first modern power station. Oh, that's wow. where it all started. Yeah. And then from there, it spread to all the power stations that we have today. Running right. water. A what? Oh, you were <laughs> you're bringing back your I got pyramid. very excited because of the pyramids. You're like, like remember what I said water. about the pyramids? I was like, yeah, running water. That's a thing. So then Tesla coil. Yay. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so the Tesla coil was the start of his idea of transferring energy wirelessly yes and it what it did is it took electricity and converted it to like a uh, high voltage low current high frequency electricity duh yeah of course and so it would electricity would form at the coil and kind of shoot out. out and if you were to hold like a light bulb or something that could be uh, i don't know plugged in or screwed in in your hands mm-hmm. If you held it near it, 
it would power up. Wow. But if you just put your hand near the coil without anything, you you'd would die. Be, you'd be, uh, well, depending you'd on the size. Zapped. Yeah. Zippity zap zapped. Yeah, it would hurt. <laughs> you'd be zippity doodad. Zippity doodad. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was his start into, like, his, I guess his obsession with wireless, wireless free technology. Energy. Yeah. I mean, it's Which, what we're all obsessed with, I feel like, nowadays. Yeah. Most of the stuff, most of his ideas or his inventions, they were created for two reasons. One, to better the world. He wanted to make free energy, free technology, but he also wanted to make the world a cleaner world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were using other a reason, lot of coal. and yes, yes, yes. He wanted to use the sun and the wind or the atmosphere or the earth to send all these wireless signals. Yeah. The other reason was just to impress investors to get money to make the things that made to the make world more better. Yeah. So and number three, because he fucking could. Yeah. yeah. So Honestly. Edison had over a thousand patents, like in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. I think it was thousand ninety something. He was successful. Yeah. We get it, Edison. I get it. You did some stuff. Edison's inventions were good. They were, I mean, his respectable. His famous things were the like the regular, like a light bulb, Mm -hmm. incandescent light bulb. The modern version of that he created, Mm -hmm. phonograph or record player. Mm -hmm. Um, He created a kinetoscope, which was moving pictures. So it was, you know, those flip books where you like draw. Yeah, it was like that, except it was a box with just a bunch of images that would run continuously so you put like a quarter in or however much money uh-huh. you put your eyes on the it's like the, the crooked man i was yeah, yeah, just yeah. just like that thinking that it's like the circular crooked man yeah. thing yeah. that is he, creepy inv- out, he invented that edison, edison that was thank horrifying you. also <laughs> oh, well. maybe not i like and the ones at disneyland a little better but. his uh remember i was saying he electrocuted a bunch of animals yeah, yeah. his company created the electric chair cool yeah uh, well learned Which something out of that <laughs> yeah, horrifying at least, yeah, demonstration at least, we, at least you got that and, but all oh, of his God. inventions they're well known yeah but all of his inventions at the time could have been invented by someone else because someone else was already working on something similar sure. to that he was just beating them he to just it. beat all of them to it because he had funding yes there you go well and one thing that we should mention too just in case because i forgot this from, you know, science class in eighth grade, you discover electricity. Electricity is a natural thing in the world. Right. It was not invented. Electricity yes. wasn't invented. It was discovered by people. First, Benjamin it was discovered. Benjamin Franklin. Franklin yeah. yeah. And discovered that it could actually be Harness. harnessed. Harnessed, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even before that, people were studying like static electricity. Like when sure. you rub something some and you friction. could feel, yeah, you could feel the power. So... It's something that was discovered. It's something that is natural in our world. And we just, these men actually just figured out ways to like use it to do things right. for us. Exactly. And the Egyptians did too. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. 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 Thank you for agreeing with me, everyone. Gabby, do you agree? She's gone. Okay. So yeah. So Edison, he would, whatever he built, he'd spend time trial and error till he got it right. And then he would build it and sell it. I think that's partly why he had over a thousand Yes. Yeah. Whereas Tesla worked it out in his mind. He wanted to understand every aspect of the invention. Yeah, and he so wanted to understand like he wasn't churning why out it worked as frequently. So yeah. that's he had just under three hundred Yeah, just under three or between two and three hundred patents. Another thing was 
radio. He didn't get credit for it at the time, but he was essentially the man behind the radio radio like, okay i don't um, think i knew that like the radio waves radio waves short range like radio communication okay what's this goog oh what i had to write it out to figure out how to say it guglielmo marconi oh he's an italian sounds like he <laughs> better be <Yeah>. all right <laughs> he got credit for the radio Why? communication he Aww. took because tesla was working on so many different things mm. that sometimes he just kind of put things to the side to work on something else. Yeah. But he had patents on several things. And Marconi took those patents and created radio. More from Like, it. Yeah. he did it before Tesla. So he got credit. Tesla eventually got credit. Supreme Court reversed Oh, everything. he did. He got after, oh, after I he didn't died. know that. Yeah. Okay. After he died, Tesla got credit for it. Posthumously. Right. I don't want to... I don't know if this is something you're going to talk about, so I don't want to, like, ruin it if you are, but, like... Wasn't the government a little bit against Tesla because his energy was... That was towards the end. Oh, that was towards the end. Okay, yeah. never mind. We'll Go get on. there. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> we'll I just get there. Make We're sure. going in that direction. Saying, when you were saying, like, he got credit for it and not Tesla, I didn't know if it was because he actually, like, made it or because someone, like, thwarted Tesla no, no, no. for getting... Okay, go on. So... He came up with the ideas and the devices, importance of grounding transmitters and receivers and adjusting shit and in <laughs> order to... adjusting those shits. To tune devices. That's how I speak science. Adjust the shits. Yeah. Just adjust well, the shit it's, it's, and like... Very technical stuff. Oh my gosh, turn I know. the knobs. Like, most of his patents were like transmitters and motors and oscillators, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, you know. That like, it sounds like something that just spins. Yeah. Right. Oscillate. Like a fan. Turn in a circle. Oh, uh-huh. well, yeah. I guess an oscillating, oscillating fan. fan. It just kind of goes back and forth. But like boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla. But, uh, boring. Because of those things influenced radios today, television, cell phones, and he used that radio communication to create the first remote controlled anything oh um so he created a remote controlled boat what yeah it was nuts um what year was this this was sorry i'm just trying to get the picture in my mind you want to you want to it was the late 1800s okay good enough that's fine. I just was like, where are we at? You want right to know now? what like what he's wearing? <laughs> I wanted to where imagine his outfit, his hair, his what mustache. did the street look like? Okay. So I'm with you. At the time there was a whole thing with like a, a naval explosion in looking for new technology because of the war. Oh, okay. right. Okay. And so he wanted to try and take advantage of that. So he created this remote control boat, which he was hoping that the the military might use for to like carry. military applications. To, yeah, I think it was for tor- torpedoes. Torpedoes, okay. or even to like get like people who were stuck, get them supplies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Uh, yes. Um. So I say that like I know. I just like in my head, like I was it like, it sense. could take supplies. So his ideas and with with this led to everything that is remote controlled today. So wow. like remote control toys like cars, everything video games, is remote drones, TVs, literally like yeah. remote anything, yeah. anything yeah. that is wirelessly controlled by something else was like based now you can off of turn his on inventions. Fans and air conditioners, oscillating with fans, oscillating fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got all these throwbacks. He made uh, them together. 
And just to piggyback off of that, the remote-controlled torpedoes, there was an actress named Hedy Lamarr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, famous in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was, in her spare time, was an inventor. Good for what? Her. Yeah. I didn't know that. During World War II, she learned that these radio-controlled torpedoes, they could easily be jammed. Mm. So her and a, a friend of hers who was a pianist, George Antheil, created... Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> created this frequency-hopping system so that the signals couldn't be tracked or jammed. Ah. They created this and eventually wow. sold it to the military. And it's like... Still in still use in today. Use today. Yeah. But that wow. there. Their designs contributed to the development of Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. That's insanity. So Tesla did all this remote stuff, and then Hetty piggybacked on his idea and did the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. And now people are piggybacking on their ideas to make XYZ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's so cool. Mankind is so great most of the time, half the time, some of the time. Well, that's kind of what's good about this episode is I feel like we're restoring our faith Faith in humanity humanity. when you hear about these brilliant people who are trying to better the world Uh with these things. Where'd they all go? I know. (laughs) What happened? Where'd they at? Um, Oh, also his, his radio discovery led to like radar. Because in radar you use radio waves. Sure. find stuff so whoever invented radar seriously just the godfather of everything yeah the godfather of electronics <laughs> yes essentially it's, yes 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 it's all bonkers else oh x-rays mm-hmm. also tesla so he he didn't discover x-rays they were already discovered it was at during his lifetime like right. it was a recent thing when they were discovered and he decided he wanted to play with them yeah so him and his assistants started and a, i think it was a photographer friend of his started playing with these x-rays and they would take pictures on these slates but every time they would do it they thought that whatever they were doing they had spoiled because they didn't know they were just kind of messing around yeah um so they didn't know what they had so they just thought it spoiled so they just kind of threw it to the side and they would you know keep tinkering and playing with it eventually they were like put it to the side to work on something else and this guy who created or discovered Wrote gins, Rowan gins. I do not know how to say Rowan gins. What? What is that? This is a guy's last name. Oh, it's a name. That was the thing he invented. You know, Rowan gins. A professor. Rowan gins. Thank God, I thought I was so behind on the world. I know. I was like, excuse me. Rowan gins. So the news came out that someone had discovered this, and his partner at the time, who was helping him do this, came back, and they were like. Where are those slats? We have to we have to look at those. And they looked them look at them and held them up and they could see like they took a picture of uh oh he was friends with Mark Twain. So Mark Twain visited his lab a lot. So they had they took an X ray of Mark Twain's foot. But nothing happened at the time. But when they looked at it, they could see like Every piece, his bones, all of his wow. shoes, like all the nails, what a the moment little tacks in his, in his <laughs> shoes, everything. Why? Did they have to develop? I, I don't know. Or did they not know that they had to put a light they, source behind they, it? I don't oh, yeah. think they knew. Much. Like they so were the just realization kind of just came later. X-ray, X-rays, the discovery of X-rays was very new. So right, they yeah. were trying to see what they could do with it. Yeah, like sure. what what technical things can we like 
do with x-rays sure like, yeah. when they invented x-rays i'm sure they weren't like we're gonna do this so we can see broken bones yeah, like, yeah. I, this is how doctors are going to see so they yeah. just they kind of just played with x-rays to see what they could do what would it be used but for nothing was working because they didn't know what they had right so they kind of threw it to the they side they were like d- d- doing x-rays of empty boxes and they were like cool yeah. looks like an empty this box sucks. anyways <laughs> um but then come to find out they fucking took an x-ray of mark twain's foot i just can't imagine that awesome moment when you hold it up and yeah. see like we are seeing his bones look his at what we bones. just did so he we was like the first the person to take an x-ray wow without Ever. even knowing that he, he had, had no idea until after it had been discovered that's crazy oh my god, cool that's insane oh my god what else this guy i wonder if you can a nut i wonder if that that x-ray is still around i know it should be in a museum like framed mark twain's foot Right? Mark Twain's foot. Mark yeah. Twain foot girl. Can I'd you go can see you it. Mark Twain foot girl? Gonna gonna. The idea of robots. Huh? Teslas. So yeah, we perked up for that. <laughs> Excuse me. So we love robos. When he was a kid, he yes. he suffered from nightmares. It's sh- struck by the fact that the frightening visions were often the result of some external stimuli that he could identify. Tesla realized that all the thoughts and emotions were the result of outside factors and that the human organism was no more than a self-propelling machine, the most motions of which are governed by impressions received through the eye. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted to construct what he called an automaton. Sounds like a transformer. He basically wanted to do, make like Frankenstein. No, he wanted to, like his his radio controlled boat uh, was sort okay. of like an automatron okay. type thing, but he wanted to to do not to like be so self aware and not yeah. to be like these sort of robots so that not take to over. Understand it was more like you know the the machines and factories that build cars. Yeah, it was more that. like that. Okay, where you could program something to yeah. do an action and yeah. it would do that action. Yeah, it was essentially to do. Okay work so that people right. wouldn't have to that came are we from him. sure that tesla isn't dr frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> with the electricity well, and like wanting to I like know, build right a- just wait okay. oh Sweet oh no Lord. okay shit gets crazy yay uh, <laughs> <laughs> ashley's bouncing is there murder um oh i hope so one more thing before we get to his crazy stuff fluorescent lights uh-huh yes. him he was what is the, the creator? What's the difference between so, a fluorescent light and like a soft? So these soft soft incandescent bulbs have a filament, a wire in them that okay. the electricity flows through the filament and it heats it up and produces mm-hmm. light. You mean the? Yes. Fluorescent bulbs have a gas in them that, when electricity flows through it, it lights up. Okay. So that's insane. He created these fluorescent tubes. He invited these investors and these uh, famous people, a bunch of people, to his lab. He was looking for investors for his wireless energy technology. Um, So he thought, you know what, I'll just make a thing of this and kind of impress them with something. Maybe they'll invest in that and then I'll take that money to use for something else. For something that they won't be as interested in. Yes. So he creates these fluorescent tubes. They were just glass tubes filled with a gas and they were colored and he used his tesla coil hey. to wireless wirelessly power them okay so people are in his lab the lights are off turns on the coil and these tubes are glowing and that's all you see in this lab and he's just kind of swinging them around 
And it was, and the, thus the rave was born. <laughs> yeah, right. And Very people thought it was time. magic. Like, well, it would look like sorcery magic to the is outside what they thought yeah, yeah. it was. Is that yeah, a wizard? Um, he even like took glass tubes and bent them into words and names with the gas. So essentially, it was the first neon sign. I was going to yeah. say we see those all the time. Yeah, then. yeah. So he created the first neon sign. Tesla. What a cool guy! But so the fluorescent trendy. tubes were Sorry, just for show. Yelled. Once he got his funding, those went on the shelf, and he and he did this forty years before they were invented. Wow! By the yeah. industry, yeah, it was just something that you know that people were like pretty. Yeah, he was like, they are pretty. They are He's pretty. Like, money, Give me money. Please. Look what I can do. Money, please. Money. Yeah. Okay, and now we get into his. Did he lose nonsense? It? Okay. That's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. Just you wait until we get into the Banana Town Madness that is the second half of Nikola Tesla's life and career. My Lanta. Thank you so much for listening this week and a huge shout out to our patrons. They just got their first mini-sode this week with Handsome Joe as I got to sit down with him and discuss our AI episode. Uh, if you want to get newsletters and mini-sodes too, head over to www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast and donate today. Next week, Brett will be with us again and he's going to tell us all about Tesla's even crazier side. And Lauren is going to share with us some of the craziest inventions ever made. And she's also going to teach us about the creation of the internet. You think you know, but you have no idea. Or maybe you do know. We'll find out. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. Subscribe to our show on iTunes and rate us five stars, pretty please. Subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can be the first to see our This Week in Weird news specials. And join us on July 14th, 2018, just in case this is the future and you're listening, for our live show at the Swallows Flight pop-up in downtown LA. Check our Facebook for info on how to get tickets. Today I'm going to leave you with a quote from Nikola Tesla himself to sum up this episode. The scientific man does not aim at an immediate result. He does not expect that his advanced ideas will readily taken up. His work is like that of a planter for the future. His duty is to lay foundation for those who are to come and to point the way. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep it weird. We'll see you next week. Um, swearing. Cool. swearing so allowed. Is so cool. allowed. Swearing is um appreciated. <laughs> Gabby just ripped some. <laughs> what ass is going? Do my... we need to start locking you guys up again <laughs> when we record? Ooh. I think it faded. It was okay. brief. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around—a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.